Hello, this is a Jayla Shark and Friends and Russell mm, and Russell podcast. And on today's show, we're talking to one of the smartest and amazing ladies in Phuket, Samantha Gaifer. Canadian Sam came to Phuket four years ago with her family and started working at UWCT as a marketing and philanthropy. Uh, philanthropy? F- philanthropy. Oh, Google. Philanthropy. Thank you. Manager. Uh, that's fundraising for those of you like me that have no idea what it was or could say it. Sam talks about her career in PR, marketing and communications, which has taken her around the world. The ups and the downs and how a classic old school chat up line from a six foot six hunk was the catalyst to start her and them on this incredible journey. Sam is such an amazing lady, super smart, a fantastic mother and wife, and a totally cool person. This is an awesome way to start season two. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yay, we're here. Hello, Sam. Hi. Are you a Samantha or a Sam? It depends how long you've known me. Um, approximately, give or take, about a year. Sam. Sam. Oh, wow. So what's, what's the cutoff? You know, it's like we've just met. I go, hey, Sam, how are you doing? Is it like a punch See, in the face? you're or? shouting, by the way. <laughs> I just did the levels. And did you hear? <laughs> honestly, you heard that, yeah? So I did all the... This is what I do, right? This is the pain that I go through. <laughs> so I set all the levels. So, right, tell me what you have for breakfast. He does that. And as soon as he... Now first he's excited. He's excited now. Exactly. And you just like, keep yay. the same level and all this the time. Is, this is pre-coffee, I'll have you know. This is... Sam's podcast. It's a Sam's podcast. Uh, well, we were just clarifying. Are we allowed to say it's Sam's podcast yeah. or Samantha's? No, Sam is good. Anything else like Sammy? I was Sammy Ooh. when I was very young. And you hated it. So unless you knew me when I was about eight, um, nobody calls me that. Does it? How about if we act like we're eight? Does that, does that count? <laughs> I, that'll be a real stretch. I don't know. Um, a real stretch to act like we're eight. No, no, no that's no, exactly no. what I mean. Um, yeah, no, I was Sammy when I was a little girl, and then I hit high school, and I and I left oh, that behind. Your foot down, right? Yeah. From now on. Yeah, Sam. I've got a threshold. And Two then weeks. I graduated from university, and then it was Samantha. Fair enough. Yeah. That's Samantha gave her. Is that how I say it? Gave it her? is. Well done. Thank you. For it's not guy. a cool last name to have had for my whole life. Is that your last name or is that your... That is my last name. Not your partner. Is he husband or partner? He is a husband. Okay, husband. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, <laughs> been there, seen it, done it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Samantha Gaper, mm-hmm. problem solver, venue creator, crisis tamer, ah, you're on LinkedIn. ruthless <laughs> editor, information distiller, and get that one, and there's a long word here, Philly, Phil, Philharmonic Orchestra Matchmaker. Philanthropic. For, philanthropic. Whatever that word means. Matchmaker for Global Education, FMCG. Fast moving consumer goods. Thank you. Hospitality. Good you're here, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you did more than train dogs, Russell. <laughs> um, hospitality, just in general, hospitality. Um, Farah. Farmer, as in suitable, not cow. Oh, okay. Is that, oh, okay. Uh, 
real estate and non-profit brands. As opposed brands. to false estate, because false estates are different entities. Oh, okay. Um, you basically do everything. Communication. 20 years, yeah. You're only 20. Jeez, you had a hard I paper. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm back to Sammy, because I'm only 20. There we go, there we go. You Perfect. See, yeah. Love it. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot on your LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, Explain. Yeah. Um, I have had a number of lives. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's crack back. Originally from Canada. Originally guessing. from Canada. Whereabouts in Canada? From a small town called Burlington. Burlington? Which I've is heard of that. outside oh, of Toronto. Why is Burlington? Because there's also the Burlington, Vermont, ah. which is okay. somewhere you're more likely interested in going yeah. than Burlington, Ontario. I don't know. I like Canada. I love Canada. Russell mentioned that you like to club seals. Yeah, it's Was my favorite pastime. <laughs> yeah. I love you so much already. It's, really it's awesome. for the lipstick, actually. Is it really? Yes. Yeah. Just a test Which I that. never wear. Yeah. We'll bring back yeah. Debbie for that. Thump, thump. Yeah. So originally from Canada. Yes. Born, grew up, school. Um, all of it. And then I left uh, to go to the Middle East for two years and I stayed for 14. What was the link there? Uh, my husband. So you, so met in, you met in Canada? We met okay. at the gym. Okay. Where he, I shit you not. He wasn't in not, the gym, was I he? Shit you he, was he was. No way. He was a trainer because he was in between. Yeah, yeah no, not my trainer. <laughs> Stop. He had graduated from Teachers College and he had a plan to go to Nepal and run an outdoor ed school and he got scammed out of the business. So they basically Ooh. took the whole plan and they went and did it themselves. And he found himself part-time teaching and part-time training. And what was he training? Just gym in like, general? Yeah, yeah, a personal trainer. That stopped a few years ago then, yeah? Yeah, mm. yeah. He's nice. <laughs> he's six foot six. I know. <laughs> but now he's unfit. I reckon I can outrun him. That, that's my whole plan. Although he's got long legs. He's got long legs, yeah. It's annoying, yeah. to be honest. So what, yeah. If I may, at what age did you guys meet? We were 23. Okay. Wow. So you've been together only a few years then? Well, not, uh, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Four years, maybe. No. Yeah, give or take. Um, yeah, 18 years. Cool. Wow. And how long before you got married it, and then decided to leave and follow him to the Middle East? So funny story there Good. is that we had to be fake married to actually go to the Middle East. <laughs> so we actually met at the gym where the air conditioning was broken and he sat down beside me and said, is it just me or is it hot in here? Oh. Oh, legitimately, I tell you what. <laughs> to which I burst out laughing and then he realized what he said and the rest is history. Yeah. Um, but that, that's, he, <laughs> that is the name of the podcast. That is gold. That is, is it just me or is it hot in here? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. He had studied international education. So we met, we went on a couple of dates and then he left for the UK where he taught in Brixton. Mm, nice place. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when he was there, he signed a contract to go teach in Abu Dhabi. So he came home, we dated for like three weeks, and then he left for the Middle East. And... You were only dating for three weeks? Yeah. What were you doing at the time? I was working for Canada's largest privately held marketing company. So I was actually writing pharmaceutical patient compliance programs. I was writing the websites for Gerber Baby. Wow. Lots of um, stuff for Triaminic, um, fun stuff for Playboy TV. 
Tell us um, about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give any examples of the work that you did for, for that? I can help. Uh, yeah. Just the writing. Right, yeah. Um, did you have to Bacardi. do it in German? Like, I had a whole bunch German of cool clients. For the Playboy, am I just thinking... No, so... This is... No? We, one of the sort of cable channels was our client and they had just launched Playboy TV. So you were writing the advertising for their... Correct. Commercials. Yeah. Wow. And Bacardi and 7-Up and cool stuff. It was a great job. So that, well, that is an amazing job. Yeah. Something that obviously, as a communicator, you'd be really good at and yeah. are really good at. And you gave all that up to after follow. three weeks. Yeah. Holy crap. So that, that was serious. Right after 9-11, too. Wow. Yeah. Going to the Middle East. Always a good time. Sweet. My parents love this I, idea. I'm just, just going to come to that. So how did this mm -hmm. go down with the I have family? a big brother and he wasn't happy. Okay. Um, my mom was more knows that I am not going to change my mind once I've made it up. And so she just kind of, she figured that if this guy was special enough that I was going to pick up my life and move to the Middle East, then it didn't really matter whether or not she approved. <laughs> She's going back a small step. Yeah. I'll put the 9-11 stuff aside for a second. But when, I mean, obviously he's buggered off to wrap it up. You must have discussed it prior to him leaving. Yeah. So, and, you know, was he saying, you know, like, I'd love you to come with? Or, um, or was it just a... It's we, difficult three weeks in to have that kind of chat. It's insane. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it really to anyone <laughs> other than that in our case it worked out. Um, we are we left it as I don't really want to see anyone else. Okay. So we have no idea whether or not this will work out, mm -hmm. but I don't really want to date anybody but you. So let's see how it went. Okay. So I flew out the first Christmas that he was there and then I Just didn't see him. Yeah, yeah. And then I didn't see him again until we met in Rome that summer and we traveled together. Jesus, it sounds like a romantic comedy. <laughs> and then I quit my job, sold my car, gave up my apartment and moved to the Middle East. Far out. With some fake wedding rings. Yeah. So that was cool because you've dated really, I think we worked out, we had been in the same room 60 times before I had to call him and say, what's, what's yeah, yeah. your ring size? I'm at Mappins <laughs> and I'm buying us wedding rings. Yeah. yeah. It was. Do you know your ring size? It's, <laughs> it's like, um, I forget the name of the film. It was a Ryan, Rullin, Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock film. And it was all to do with. Um, he will sizes. love any comparison to Ryan Reynolds. So yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, all over it. But um, so one of the lines in that was, you know, would you please marry me because I'd like to date you? Yeah, kind of. exactly that. That yeah. was exactly it. <laughs> yeah. So when you did it a fake wedding, was it a case of. Like we just got the rings and pretended that these were real. Yeah. Or did you have to have paperwork? No, we had his head of school at the time said, if you tell me that you got married this summer, then that me. is all I need to know. So it's interesting. I had a friend who went to Dubai last year and they had to get the marriage certificate so that because she was not working. He was working at a school. Yeah. And for her to live with him, she had to have the marriage certificate. So they went and got married. That is mm -hmm. the correct way to do it. Yeah. Well, you say that. I mean, it's just a marriage certificate. It's, it's a bit of paper. Yeah. It's more than a bit of paper, Russell. It means something to people. Yeah. <laughs> and not to others. No, anyway. Um, <laughs> very true, Ours is in Spanish, so yeah. you can't read it anyway. Where is it in Spanish? Go. We got married in Mexico. Oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 we're getting ahead of ourselves. So you went to Abu Dhabi. And then Rome. And what was he doing there? Oh. He was a... Paul, we'll call you back. Yeah. He was teaching PE. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then... What, what was your plan? You thought, I'm going to move over there and be with you, but what was your... Because obviously you're coming from quite a high-powered job, something you love, really engaged with. 
was it a case of I'm quite happy to pack that up or I want to do something but I've got to find something there? Or do you not really care? Uh, no, I definitely did my research and the advertising and marketing industry in Dubai is booming and it's very much an English language market, okay. albeit an Arabic country. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up working as the lead of a new direct marketing cell at Lowe, which is a big international advertising company okay. in Dubai. So we were living in Abu Dhabi and I was commuting every day okay. to Dubai. And then my job was a lot more profitable than his. <laughs> so he left the school in Abu Dhabi and we moved to Dubai together. And then I had four other different careers. I was a magazine editor. I worked for... All of this in Dubai. All of this in Dubai. Cool. Um, and then I ended up seven years with the largest foreign investor on the Palm. So I yeah. got to watch the Palm be created, be created out of the sea. Wow, that must be it. Excellent. And then when I left, my office was in the Fairmont on the Palm. Wow. Yeah. Huh. It was a very, very cool time to be there. The growth was astonishing. Just, yeah, overnight. Astonishing. Boom, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It was cool. And how long in total were you in Dubai for then? 14 years. 14. And so what was um, Jason doing at the time? He went from a PE teacher to an assistant principal to a principal to an assistant head of school to a head of school. Wow, okay. Yeah. What's the difference between a principal and a head of school? Uh, so principal's in charge of division. So you might be a principal for the high school or the elementary school. Head of school is CEO. It's so the whole responsible thing. for everything. Mm. All the hiring, all the firing, all the budgets, all the teaching, He hires the principals. That. He hires the principals. There yeah. you go. That's the principal difference. Ultimately accountable for everything. So. So your, no pressure. Your, your roles in Dubai were more profitable and awesome fun. Yes. But you were still willing to follow your partner yes. to wherever he goes. Yeah. So in Dubai, we got a call. Um, Jason loves mountaineering. And we got a call from That's a headhunter. That's because he can just step over the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> so easy yeah. for him. We got a call from a headhunter about a really special school in Vancouver. It was in, so it was a private school, but it was located on the drive in Vancouver, which is a very, very diverse, typically very activist, um, not very wealthy area of town. It had a circus program. It had mm -hmm. a taiko drumming program. Uh, excuse it me? Had, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Outdoor education every day. So really, a really, really unique offering and very, very aligned with kind of who we are and what we think about education. And it was home, albeit still a five hour oh, flight, yeah, yeah. flight, oh, wow, wow. flight, Other end. Yeah, yeah. Canada. Yeah. Um, and so we thought we were going home and the school was amazing. British Columbia is stunning, but we missed being expats. Hmm. Much okay, more yeah. than we thought we would. Why? What? And how? This, like the diversity. Of, us. Yes, you <laughs> too. I yeah. missed you so yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, if you look at any international forums, oh, ginger that's that's what comes up. <laughs> someone who doesn't really know what he's doing in his life. Exactly. This is what you missed. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. The eclectic I, nature of being an expat. I would always say I miss the instantaneousness with which friendships are built because you rock up somewhere and you don't know where anything is or how to get anything done. And it's, I think it's amplified in a school community because yeah. you have teachers come in every year and, and everybody it's just so kind of transient, right? puts you under yeah. their wing and they take you and all of a sudden, this is your family. This is who you're going to spend Thanksgiving with. This mm. is who you're going to spend Christmas with. 
And I missed having a Thanksgiving table with people from 14 different countries around it. Do Canadians have Thanksgiving? Yes, we yes. do. We Which have it before the Americans. It's actually think, next week. What are you thinking of for? Yes. Sorry? What are you thanking giving for? Our Thanksgiving is for harvest. Like it's it's oh, a yeah. seasonal so it's a harvest festival. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which yeah. I'm a bit more in line with actually when you think about it. Yeah, it's not a pilgrim landing US yeah, yeah. version. No. Yeah. We'll get onto the US in a minute. But um Oh no. <laughs> Don't speaking of bunfights. We'll be here all day. Yeah. So but when is Canadian land um, Thanksgiving then? It is the second Monday in October. So oh, is it like, so, so and what oh do you, yeah, do you have week. turkey yeah. and stuff or not? Is yeah. It, yeah, turkey. So stuffing. second Monday. Second Monday. So a week and a bit. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's right well after well my birthday. Us. Which actually, is when? On the 9th. Ooh. Mm. There we go. Party. Yeah. Okay. So Vancouver school. Yeah. Vancouver school. Um, I reluctantly well, he, left Dubai. So he got the job in he. Yes. <laughs> Pronouns, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Your beautiful partner got the job in Vancouver. Yes. And was that a decision that you both wanted to head that way anyway? So you went, okay, well, let's head over to Vancouver. Um, or was it a fact of he was, because I know it's quite transient for teachers. Yeah. So every few years. And you guys sat down and talked, oh, maybe you should try going back to Canada. He really wanted to go home. Right. Um, and at the time, my parents were actually talking about retiring in Victoria which is the island off the coast of BC. I was about to tell you that. Russell. And so it sort of seemed like it might work out. And then between taking that contract and actually getting there, the BC housing market went batshit crazy. And we ended up paying $815,000 for a townhouse that was 1,600 square feet over three levels. Small. Built in the 70s and a 45 minute drive away from the school, including a bridge <laughs> in a totally different district. And, and my caveat about going home was that I didn't want to be house poor, which is a very Canadian thing to be. And what would you dispose house poor? Just all the your the money the is house. in your mortgage. Yeah. So yeah. you, you make your money and it's all going mortgage. into your deck yeah. or your mortgage or your, and it's just this albatross. Yeah. And I don't dig that feeling at all. Because we weren't able to like buy it outright. Because I yeah. mentioned I'm married to an educator, right? Yeah. <laughs> so and a PE there teacher. was a significant oh, yeah. mortgage yeah. on that townhouse. And then just to let you know how crazy it was, we left 16 excuse me, 16 months later, we sold it for over a million dollars. Wow. So it was crazy. Yeah. And it was still far from home and we missed being international. So Some Jay got another offer. Not me. And not you, the other Jay. Yeah, my um, other Jay. He loves being called the other Jay. Because <laughs> our neighbor's also married to a Jay, so they have a battle about who is the other Jay. It's a shit comment. <laughs> yeah. Change it. There are a lot of you in Phuket. Yeah. There's only one. Wow, yeah, there's only there's one, one LaShark, for sure. Yeah. Um, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we got a call, and it was for UWC Thailand. And I love the sun, and it was international again. And the UWC mission and vision and the focus on mindfulness are really good fit for our family. And I mistakenly was like, I'll go back into hospitality. So, hold on, hold on. So, and then that didn't work. So you hadn't done the UWC ZYK before? No. 
Yeah. But all international schools. Yes. Mostly. Okay. And at that point, had you had children or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The girls were both born in Dubai. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have taught. They have learned Arabic, Spanish, French, English, and Thai. And Canadian. And they're nine and ten. Sweet. And they're fluent. Canadian. They're pretty much fluent, I guess. Although they don't say a. Do they not? Because they haven't lived there long enough. Oh my word. So we again, have, to, we really have to break them into that. Yeah, in they've the got to right say way. A and they've got a club of seal. And then uh, that's, you know, that's... <laughs> <laughs> they've done the seal. Yeah. I mean, it's just like pop out. It's like, hit that seal. <laughs> <laughs> that never moves. They do know how to look out for cougars Skin and, and bears. They know what, sorry, with bears? They so know how he. to look out for cougars and bears. Right. Oh, we've we been out looking for cougars before. We, not those kinds. <laughs> I do have pictures of myself, though, with the sign <laughs> that says cougar warning, because all, how do you not? Because how do you not? Yeah, all, how do you in not? In all fairness, we saw you out a couple of Fridays ago, and that was like cougarville going on there. <laughs> there were a lot of cougars in that place. And I was attacked by a few of them. <laughs> one was quite nice, the other one was a... Not. not. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Mention her. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, oh, it's a, yeah. Yeah. This this lady took. A, they can offense. be vicious. Well, this I don't know what it was. Just some lady took offence to me, and I don't know why. And shouted. yeah, I couldn't figure I, it out. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I don't know if I ever spoke to her. <laughs> Not for three years, anyway. Um, yeah, she just shouted across the bar that she effing hated me. What? Yeah, exactly. She said she liked, this was a great thing. She pointed to Russell and went, I like you, I effing hate you, and pointed at me. I'm like, what have <laughs> I done? Pretty rude. Yeah, yeah it was. Standard, anyway, but wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. It upset me, and I even sent a message to Russell afterwards. Who was that horrible lady? She was vile. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely unkind. Um, but yeah, I think her name's Sam or Samantha. <laughs> yeah. um, Sammy. Yeah. Someone from UWC. I can't remember the, the acronym or the, the initials. Um, so, Cougarville. So, you've got two kids. Yeah. Got the offer at Thailand. Never been to Thailand before? Uh, yes, we had. We oh. had not been to Phuket, but had been to Krabi, and had been to Bangkok, and Chiang Mai. Okay, nice. Uh, backpacking. Been to the nice places. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. And so <laughs> when the job offer came in, was it like, yes? Or was there a sit down, let's discuss, let's have a... Interestingly, Because obviously, cause you, yeah. were you working at the time? Yes. So you were I was the, another job. I was the director of community development for the school. So oh, the okay, same so kind of stuff okay, that yeah, I was okay. doing at UWC. Yeah. Um, yeah, he actually, interestingly, flew out over a Thanksgiving weekend and flew to Phuket and then back to Vancouver huh. in like 48 hours and did a whole panel of interviews in between and came back and said, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And so what do you say to that? You say, okay. Never let's, again. Let's pack. <laughs> and so off we went. How, sorry, how old were the kids at this point? Four and five. Okay. Sorry, five and six. Five and six. Okay. Yeah. And then They're all the way to Sunny Phuket. excellent little world travelers. Yeah. Two. Yeah. You are the most supportive lady girlfriend, <laughs> wife, whatever you want to call it, I think I've ever met. Thank you. And the reason for that is because, I don't want to put this, I don't want to belittle the, the lady population of the world. I'm going to move out the way. But no, but, <laughs> but what, rather than just following a, following a man, I don't mm. know, I'm trying to make this Trailing spouse? Yeah, trailing spouse who doesn't mm. work and just a lady of leisure. You've had serious jobs. 
Yeah. Serious jobs. Everywhere. You know, not just, oh, I'll go and do this, and oh, do you know what, I'm here, so I'll make some olives now because my husband's working, or something, do you know what I mean by that, by the expat life? Yeah. You've had serious, serious jobs which you've given up or moved on because of your relationship, which I think is really cool. That's Mm. admirable. Is that the right word? Thank you. Thanks. I've gone admirable, but yes. Thank you for saying it properly. (laughs) That's why you're here, you know. Yeah. (laughs) You know, each of them has led to an interesting experience. Yeah. I, when I was working with Aoife, which is the foreign investor on the Palm, uh, Jason was offered his first headship, and it was in Abu Dhabi. And I was three months into my job with Aoife in Dubai. And his mentor, who is like a pseudo-grandparent to our kids, <laughs> called me and said, your husband has 15 minutes to decide whether or not he will take this job. Because the sheikh had said, he wanted a school there, and he wanted it ready for August, mm-hmm. and it was, and it was the happen. end of April. And he said, he can't do it without you. So I need you to quit your job and go help your husband open a school. Right. <clears throat> and I, Jay was young for any kind of a headship. And so I agreed to help him open the school, but I did not quit my job. So I did both. Wow. Which I was capable of doing then because we did not have children. Yeah. And I was a lot younger. And so I worked at the school during the day, getting it open and ready. And then I did the work for Aoife at night. So, but without that experience, I wouldn't have seen how rewarding working in schools could be. Not financially. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No but, clarity required. But... <laughs> for your soul. I mean, 101 kids came in that first day and I knew every single one of their names and they all walked by and there's these giant smiles and you know, like it was astonishing. And if I hadn't said, okay, let's do this, I wouldn't have known that. No, fair enough. Well, I say everything happens for a reason. Right? 100%. Sometimes good. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. It's a good fallback point. <laughs> So I think you can learn something for everything. I don't no, know if it happens, no, absolutely. and maybe that means that it happened for a reason. And, you, and you've got to be if open to that If you don't learn, then it, you're just a victim to whatever circumstances are And you're going to go through that you. cycle again at some point as well. Yeah. No, sorry, I was just thinking about it. Right, okay, you, know, <laughs> you looked a bit lost for a moment. Oh, just analyzing my life, Russell, as so, always. So now we're sort of almost full cycle, we're in Pookie land. Yeah. And you've been here how long now? This is our fourth year? year. Fourth year, okay. Yeah. And yeah. still enjoying the dream? Uh, that's Rephrase an that question. interesting question. Yeah, yeah, so no, I, I, I wanted to keep that vague. I just left the school. Well, okay, well, let's, let's go back a little bit yeah. and then I'll catch up because I think I know where you're going to go and I want to go. Yeah. Well, I, I'm testing waters. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, t- I'm tickling around the edges here. Where are you going? <laughs> Four years ago, you came into UWC. Was it the first year of UWC? Or had they it was the second. second. It was the second year yeah, of UWC. Julian Whiteley was the founding uh, head. That's yeah. right, okay. And then we came in the second year. Okay. Yeah. How was that experience? Because obviously it's a, you had been overseas before, mm-hmm. um, but it was a whole, Phuket's a, a crazy place. and It's a bubble. Also, and I'm, I might sound, um, no, the UWC parents, some of them can they be- They're passionate. No, that's not the word I'd use. Come um, again? They can be quite hard frigging work. Um, and that's from my point of view of working with some of them and also knowing some of them personally. Um, and you've been thrown in there, and I know what parents are like as well, so you've got the added issue of 
yourself and your partner are now running the school because you came in as the marketing communications, communications and philanthropy yeah and for what, what, what? Fundraising. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought you was cooking those those meatballs. <laughs> Are they falafel? Falafel. Yeah. Well, I love falafel, I though. Like falafel. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good job, isn't it? Levantine. Who? Levantine. Yeah. Across the road. Great oh, they're, falafel. They're coming oh, to the course, burger yeah. Oh, excellent. Um, so there was an... And so you're, you're brand new into Phuket. Yeah. Brand new head. Brand new headmaster's wife got the job in marketing yeah and, you know, that went really yeah. well yeah and how was yeah. that because i was on the outside of this and i kind of heard some oh, bits you and tell me how was it <laughs> nobody ever tells me the truth well it's like this um you know what, <laughs> you know what parents are like you yeah. know look it, I still, it, go on it was more challenging than i expected it to be because it's extremely common in international education for husbands and wives to work i mean yeah. half of our teachers are married correct so it shocked me a little bit. Now, first and foremost, I had no intention of working at the school. We came back and I was like, finally, I'm gonna go back into my hospitality roots. But my experience is with the owner, not the operator. And Phuket only has operators, yes. right? Owners yeah, are all yeah, in yeah. Hong Kong or Bangkok. Correct. So I came in, I had a couple conversations with GMs and they all basically said, Firstly, you're a Farang and I can't hire you. Or if I do, I won't be able to pay you yeah. what you're worth. And secondly, you're, there's no jobs for you here. Yeah, they're you're, all in. They're you're all too in. high for Yeah, this. they're yeah. all in Hong Kong. Okay, so then I volunteered for a year doing that job. I never got paid for the first year that I worked at the school. Wow. Because I refused to support that narrative and then at the end of that year, the board at the time came and said, this is ridiculous. Like we need, you're working full time. Yeah. We need to pay you for it. So we formalized that. It involved my CV being shared with a vocal group of parents to assure them that I was actually qualified, qualified. Yeah. and was the only person on the island who had ever been a director of community development for an international school. Um, Which is a big tick if you think about it. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm just putting it out there. So it was complicated, but. When you say, what, I can see where, was it stressful? Very. Did you, did you and Jay kind of just get a bit. You know what it's not? It's lonely. Mm. Yeah, it's totally lonely. understand that. Yeah, totally okay. understand that. It's less stressful than it is lonely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the job itself, like a background in crisis comms. If, if Jay and I are locked in his office, it's because something serious is going on. And so there's always, excuse me, stress associated with that. Um, but it's the loneliness actually more than anything that is stressful. And when it's your whole family, right? It's him, it's yeah. me, and if something has gone pear-shaped, then I'm absolutely involved because I'm the crisis comms person. Yeah. And so it's your kids every day. We just couldn't escape it every single day conversation that we have had for the last three and a half years has been about that school and so after the lockdown and the funding crisis and we worked every day from January 13th until June 30th without a day off and it just we just can't keep going as a family like that so I made the decision to leave because it will still run without me but it's more obviously complicated not as well, obviously, it's, it's more complicated if he goes yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now I'm just trying to figure out what's next. 
but I'm not good at being a trailing spouse. So I need You're not to, good at sitting down I'm, and just twiddling your thumbs. No. no, so I've taken some courses with Oxford and I've taken some courses with the University of Michigan. I'm just trying well, to figure slow, out slow that down, what I'm going to so, do. So they made the decision to say, right, do you know what? End of lockdown, we've had enough. It's all, let's become a family. That you, um, I think some listeners might know what's going on with the school and the whole change of ownership, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm. So what are, what, what are you going to do? And what was the, what was the decision making after that? Say, right, so you just said you did Oxford. and So, so what, what yeah. did you decide to study? What did you look at? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? I all that now, go. do <laughs> not know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> Who does? I want to be an adult. Yeah. Um, I don't think I want to do no. that no, either. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so I, Oxford, I studied digital disruption because I think that machine learning and AI, same, same, really, is quite fascinating. Digital disruption? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Speaking of the presidential debates. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> nuclear disruption. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is digital disruption? Mm-hmm. Explain that in, a, in simple terms for Jay. Twitter. As in me. Uh, so looking at how technology has changed the space in which we communicate. Okay. Yeah. And, and the way in which we communicate. And the way and the speed and the depth yeah. and the data they have on Lack you and how incredibly disturbing that can be and for me this particular course was interesting because a lot of the conversations were about how ethical that is and as leaders in marketing it is up to us to make ethical decisions so that when someone comes in and says well I can tell you everything about Russell you say I actually don't need to know everything about Russell. I just need to know that he likes dogs, yeah. and that's enough for me. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly, <laughs> it's not been proven. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. no um, one's been to his penitentiary. What's yeah. it? Penitentiary. Penitentiary. Your oh. penitent. Oh, sorry. Penitentiary. It was. A, <laughs> it would have been a funny joke. Love if, was, if you got it right, it would have been great. <laughs> but since you fucked it, <laughs> don't swear. For me, I think it's interesting from a fundraising perspective because I reject all traditional forms of fundraising and always AKA. have. AKA, I look up your tax return and then I size you up about how much money I think that you can donate or I know that you have a boat so yep. you've got funny money and then I am Zero in. very much like a Does predator coming in. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. How does it work then? So Everywhere. I'm- so if I'm a charity person trying to get money out of someone, I'll search mm-hmm. them and find out, oh, you've got a boat, I'm going to go and so see can you. I, let me jump Please. in. There's a difference between you know, a, a charity here at Phuket putting on a, a dinner fundraiser and at the levels that you were perhaps working with in terms of fundraising. There's, there's a difference in how you operate and do things. Yeah. And, uh, and obviously you need, at some point, some financial impetus. The more you spend, the more you can raise, right? So you've got to have that impetus to to really zero in and focus. Yeah. Whereas here, it's much more scattergun approach as hope, you know, getting hope. It's also much more difficult. I mean, in Canada, you can easily access someone's tax returns, which is also disturbing in yeah. some ways. But they're public record. Um, I don't want to look at anyone's tax return. So, I mean, it, it's funny, like on my LinkedIn, the reason it says philanthropic matchmaker is because I think that fundraising can be an F word or it's a PH, isn't it? No. Philanthropy is. Yeah. Fundraising isn't, oh, though. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's far too much. <laughs> <laughs> going on right now. I think that 
The way I approach it is if you are someone who wants to make a difference in the world, then the job of a really adept fundraiser is to figure out a way to help you do that that brings you the most joy. So it benefits the organization, but it's also something that makes you go to bed at night with a smile on your face, feeling like you've made a difference that mattered. There are other ways to go to bed at night with a smile on your face. I don't offer those services, Jay. Both of you two, exactly at the same time, decided to stop me because I was giggling. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I don't like to stalk people. I like to figure out what they're passionate about and then find them a way to make a difference. Okay, so that was the Oxford one, which has totally moved. So that was learning about... Digital disruption. Digital Thank you. Disruption. And then you said the other one was Michigan? Yeah, high stakes leadership. High stakes leadership. Mm. Right. Leading What's through crisis. Okay. So, which is fascinating. Which is more akin to your sort of background anyway. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, but it was filmed during COVID, so it's oh, extremely wow. current. Uh, it's being led by a gentleman who was the CEO of JetBlue, big American airline. Uh, he was the CEO there for about 15 years, so really, really practical airlines have a lot of crisis. Yeah. And how, with these online courses, are you, are you listening to lectures, are you just reading articles, how is it all working? Combination. Yeah. Okay. So some live lectures, some recorded lectures, some research. You end up with a wormhole. There's 150 tabs open about AI on my computer right now because <laughs> one article leads to an yeah, another and another link. and another and another, and I'm like, ah. So what's your interest but. in AI? Oh. <coughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> or your fears. I have less fears now that I have done the course. Oh, really? Because I think... Have you watched Battlestar Galactica? No, okay. I haven't. Okay, okay. Um... I'm, terrifi I'm terrified of AI. What, why is Battlestar Galactica? We'll, we'll come on to that. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just robots taking over humanity, that sort of thing. But anyway, carry on. What, the TV series or the movie? Battlestar Galactica, the TV series. Maybe it, was, it was big in the what 70s, the long green. Fuck you, Buck. Not that one. No, no, it was big in the what 70s. But it was long green. Um, oh, that was Benedict. Buck Rogers. I'm thinking yeah, Buck, Buck Rogers you're thinking of. Yeah. But they remade it. I'll come back to you in a minute, Sammy. They so remade stay it. Stay there a minute. Uh, <laughs> the, are you scared of the Jetsons then? The Jetsons were cool, but it's a cartoon for crying out loud. Yeah, but it was AI, was it not? No, it was just sort of living in space. They had a robot. Well, well yeah. AI? But, they but did have was, a robot. Yeah. Artificial intelligence. Thanks, Sam. So, artificial <laughs> intelligence, right, <laughs> Russ? Um, why aren't you afraid of it anymore? Because I think when you actually have the opportunity to study it, it's further away from taking over the world than we think. And I believe that humanity and ethics will intervene before it spirals dramatically out of control. One thing I really love about you is your optimism with that. You know, here's there's a really simple. Did you see the presidential debate yesterday? Okay, you, Russell. I can't. I can't. She's Canadian. It, it she hurts my. Comment. It hurts my. Yeah, I can. Oh well. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can, we can tear a new one into that, but I mean, I, I, I jest yeah. obviously. But you're talking about ethics, and these are the people that are running the world now. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not artificial intelligence. That's human intelligence that's well, human deeply lack flawed. Of human lack yeah, of intelligence. Exactly. But in that, but in that sense, yeah. they're not the ones that are going to say, this is wrong, we're going to put the pause button on. No, but have you seen The Social Dilemma? No. Okay, so you I've, need I've to see it. I've come across a few in my lifetime. but There are many. <laughs> um, it is all people who have worked to build this technology that are now 
making sure that it doesn't go anywhere near their children and are deeply regretting some of the algorithms that they themselves have built. So it's a little bit like the, I think this is more sort of urban legend than anything else, but with, um, what's his name, Steve Jobs, sort of regretting towards his end that, you know, my kids have got iPads and iPhones. Yeah. So it seemed like a really good idea at the time, but then you see how that comes to fruition and think, oh, shit. And, but again, go back in, um, the atom bomb. Mm-hmm. Colt building a gun. I mean, all the. Who was I, I've never dynamite? let my kids play with an atom bomb, to be fair, though. That's slightly <laughs> different than an iPad. I mean, now you're just splitting atoms. Um, ah, nice <laughs> one. Thank you. Hairs are technically made of atoms. Were you trying to um, think of more related jokes to, with atoms? Or was it just me trying to. Just you. I was trying to get the word proton out there somehow, <laughs> and I just can't think of how I can get it into the conversation. Although I just have. Is a proton similar to a pronoun? I, you're, asking, you're really asking the wrong person. I don't know what a pronoun is. Anyway. It's, a, it's a noun with serious authority. They've done is it for it? a while. If I knew what a noun was, <laughs> I could probably help you out. She works in the church. Anyway, we'll come back to that. I think that, look, there's a great example about the fallibility still of AI. And it's Didn't they the facial... Pyramids? <laughs> I'm so, I'm so Those are still standing. I know, you're so having a proper conversation. <laughs> such it's being okay. a douchebag. Carry on. I the facial recognition software is a perfect example, mm-hmm. right? Nails white guys. Yep. Can't yeah, figure yeah. can't figure anyone else out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was watching something about that on Netflix. And so they're still. I mean, and eventually they will train it on enough Asian faces that it will be able to and all those things. But it's. It's not now. And for the first time, we're seeing that technology being rejected Mm -hmm. because it isn't as reliable as it once was purported to be. So I'm cautious. I'm not like ready to be like, oh, don't worry about it. But it's further away than I had believed it was before I studied it. I I agree with that in in terms of how far away we are from having, you know, self-driving cars and you know robots doing yeah. functional jobs and, and thinking about certain things i get that mm. <clears throat> and with any with any step in technology there's always been old like when dna um mm. testing first came out, this is the gold standard um you know in a criminal case yeah. dna proof you're done yeah. whereas like in the early days it wasn't quite so definitive nowadays perhaps a lot more so and give another 10 20 years they'll really be able to drill down into that. So, sure. And you only get to that result through going through the pain and the work of getting there. The difference is with something like, say, DNA testing or facial recognition software, it's an end result. It's just to find a, a definitive result. It's that blood type, it's that face. Right. The, conceptually with AI, <clears throat> it's about teaching that computer to how think. How to learn, yeah. And how to learn. Because at some point, as much as you want to, I mean, the... The, the classic movie, but looking at Skynet, we're, we're all on the same page with Skynet. Yep. Yeah, fine. So Terminator. Thank you. At what point, somebody might have that. thought, you know what, now would be a good time to stop this and pull the plug. But you're yeah. always going to make that decision too late. That's yeah. just human nature. You're saying that Skynet's real and Terminator's real. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's wow. some interesting case studies, though, too. I, and so one of the things that I think that is the most interesting about being in marketing communications now is that we have a different consumer base than we've ever had before. The kids that are growing up on iPads, the kids that are very, and and I think beautifully, much more mission driven 
as a generation than we ever were. You know, we just wanted cool jeans. They want cool jeans that are manufactured yeah. in, under the right conditions that are local, artisanal, and made with and unicorn and hair, whatever cool it is. To wear them. Yeah. Um, and so, and so in that way, social media has really pulled the curtain back. Mm -hmm. So you have this opportunity where it's very easy to be outed if you're doing anything nefarious. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to keep companies accountable. And we have a very educated, not all of them, you know, our generation and above still gets really shocked when they find out that Facebook knows all this stuff about them. But the generations behind us are, they know, they know what information they're giving out and they're willing to give it to you if you don't misuse it. If they know that the products that you're going to push into their feed are actually relevant to them, then they will get into that exchange with you and they will allow that to be done. But in the same vein, you know, there was a, one of the test cases in this course, they were talking about Target in the States. Mm -hmm. And they had, they, they had uh, a, a clearly a genius working with them who had worked out all of the purchase patterns that indicated a woman was pregnant before. Not, that doesn't take a fucking genius. Before, <laughs> not being funny. <laughs> before she knew she oh, wow. was pregnant. Okay. Or before she would have told anyone. So very, very, very early stage pregnancy. And then That's they both niche and really scary. Really fucking scary. I don't think it is scary. Well, wait for this. Okay. So they start printing flyers with coupons for diapers and prenatal vitamins and all of the things that you're going to need as a new mom. One of those customers was 16. <laughs> and her dad called Target and said, what in the actual are you doing sending this shit to my daughter? after which he had a really uncomfortable conversation with his daughter. And she was pregnant. She was pregnant. So should the store that I shop in know that I am pregnant before I tell my partner, my spouse, like whatever. I mean, there's a level there of, I think once you're on a baby registry, customize the shit out of those coupons, right? You yeah, said, yeah, yeah. I'm having a baby. These are the things I want. No problem. But to be able to detect the sort of first 30 days of pregnancy and then start targeting you as much. They've ceased and desisted that particular approach. Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. um, but I think as a marketing, you're always looking for signs to see what people want and what their patterns are. And I don't see, and if you- but you're, 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 What you're talking about is the ethical line. Yeah. But I Should you send me a tampon coupon because you know I'm menstruating because my Apple watch tracks that. Yeah. And then you can get that data. Yes. Really? really? I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother that's, me. Well, you don't menstruate, so that's uh, trust me, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're so sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me too, I might do. You know. <laughs> and, but I think this is what I'm talking about, right? Different people have different comfort levels with how much Big Brother knows about you. But I, I think and in marketing, I think we're predisposed to being looser with that. Yes. Okay. Range. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I agree. And right? I think. Or you're going to push the far end of it and yeah. dial back but if you have. And people like, oh, from that was clever. From a sales and marketing point of view, I'm always tracking, seeing what people do, seeing which patterns they walk, where, which direction they're going, where, they're, what they're going to do, what they're going to pick up, and you can yeah. get nuances. If someone's sniffing on you, oh, yeah, dude, whatever, whatever, you pick it all up. Yeah. So I don't see the issue with uh, the six. There's an ethic. I agree with a child of 16, and maybe that 
has gone too far because you know it is still a child yeah however now it's a child whose father knows that that child is pregnant so that father can support that child through the pregnancy so there is a positive hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> and if you're out there it wasn't me <laughs> um, i'm just saying you never, know. Well, you never know who's listening well Not this is the thing and, and and that's what these conversations are all about is is where is that line and that line is different for every person and so when you have access to these volumes of incredibly personal data how far do you push that envelope sure. so, taking that some a similar thread though um how many times have we all you've been having a conversation just at home with jason or with yourself um i'm jay yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, and all of a sudden, you on your phone, on Facebook, everything starts flagging up that you've just been talking about. Or yeah. when you're th thumbing through Google and putting in search terms, again, the same sort of things are replicating. So mm -hmm. there is some sort of, I'm fairly confident there aren't mice in the back of my computer doing all of this. Hamsters. Sorry? Hamsters. Oh, it's hamsters. hamsters. Ah, that would explain. I've got a hamster that's called Rosie. They're shit the pets. <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? I didn't do it. A Russian lady brought it for my daughter's birthday. We'll oh, that's that. not cool. You don't buy someone a pet for their birthday. They did ask first. Oh. But oh. then they brought it to the... I'm not told. Then they bought it to the birthday party, which was at Blue Tree. So all the kids are swimming. It's chucking it down the rain. And this hamster turns up. I mean, wow. it did look cool going down the slide. It was that, amazing. That was, that was the cool was amazing. part. Yeah. They dry off quite <gasps> quick. God, yeah. hitting the water would kill it. Your artificial intelligence there just ripping everything that you're thinking, saying, putting into Google and flashing everything yeah. in front of you. So is that cool? Yes, because... I mean, a from a marketing perspective, yes, I get it. It's just retargeting. It shows that you've got an interest in it. And uh, listen, is they, are they watching? Are they listening? Ah, if they are, hello, Google, give us some money. <laughs> but the point being is that's retargeting. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. I think it's actually really interesting how they... Yeah. Because they, they're pushing the products. And I can quite... I, there's adverts that aren't being retargeted which come up on my YouTube all the time and I say no I'm bored of it bored of it bored of it and after a while it will go away it's up to the person yeah. to manage that it's I think you it you understand how it works yeah right so it, I think that that there's a different level of of sort of willingness when you're like yeah and and it, I no, look it at it cerebrally right like oh that's interesting oh how did they do that or where did they you know I know what cerebral <laughs> is because Triple H a WWF wrestler he's called the cerebral assassin I can't say it cerebral cerebral thank you so I knew what that meant um, your hair's blue it is blue yeah, I was, I was going to make the comment at some point but yeah. Mm. yeah you part smurf I wish <laughs> no well I never mind um <laughs> No, let's not go there. <laughs> no, let's no. not go there. Um, then again. Yes, um. my hair is blue. Um, but I also think that, that I look at those things and when they pop up as very interesting from a professional perspective. Sure. Just if so it was doing that to my kid. So, but, that's, but surely it is. Well, they're not on Facebook, so it's How old not. Are your kids? They're 9 and 10. Right, okay. Have they got phones? No. Okay. But that's up to the parent to manage. I'm, so, yeah. I, you know, my kids don't have. Oh, they have an iPad because I had to for the homeschooling. School. Yeah. Um, they don't have it all the time. They don't use it all the time. Yeah. They use it when I tell them to use it, and when you know, and that's it. You know, they're not going to be re. And if they are retargeted, it'll be for Lego, or it'll be for the horrible orange character that talks really weird stuff. It's mental. Um, <laughs> is that Gumball? I try. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Just it's all a bit mental stuff. It's like. SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, an orange thing is blabbering on. Mm. Trump. So <laughs> what are you going to do the rest of your life? Or is it still I open? I wish I knew. Why don't you take just as a, this is the left of middle idea All right. for you? Do you have a job idea for me? Um, I've got an idea. Okay. Why don't you take what you know, what you've learned, mm. and teach others? 
Yeah, I generally because leave the teaching to my husband. <laughs> yeah, no, I, don't mean like a, I don't necessarily mean in a school, but yeah, you've yeah. obviously got an immense amount of, of knowledge and intellect and a serious... Thank you. And I don't mean to sound like um, Liam Neeson, but you've got a very special set of skills. So um, why don't you, instead of looking to apply that to someone else, why don't you take all that and package that and you go and teach others? Now, whether that's on a, a consultancy basis or whether it's on a, yeah. I will put my own... Sam gave for a course together and launched that out because you've probably got no you definitely have more than enough intel and skills to do that and then it just becomes about a marketing your knowledge you because know, you could, I can help you and you and you as a company yeah. with this intel go has this turned into the network event <laughs> I, I, it was actually uh, an idea that sunk in there from the said network yeah. event uh, um, I, I'm not I'm toying with things like that Um. I've looked at, so CIS, which is a Council of International Schools, currently only has one person that they refer schools to for marketing communications, which is insane. There's something like 5,000 international one schools. Person. One person is on their website. So there's potentially an opportunity there. I've been talking with a crisis communications firm out of Canada who do amazing work in terms of child protection. Mm -hmm. I've toyed around with the idea of a book. Um, I have toyed around with the idea of a women's collective here in Phuket because I think that there are a tremendous number of very skilled trailing spouses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need a lot more scarves, some knitting. <laughs> I can't sew or knit, so yeah. it would have what, to be a totally different yeah. collective. Yeah. <laughs> She's a really crap female Canadian. Honest. I can build you a cabinet though. So <laughs> I can fix a toilet, build you a cabinet and... Great. Drink so tequila, I can have a shit but I can't. Can but I can't. So, <laughs> my husband can sew. Can he? He can. He can sew and he can cook. And clock and seals. I fix things. So it works. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. Yeah. I'm done That's with that. the eighteen-year secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so find someone who does the things <coughs> you don't do. On yeah. this current journey that you you've been on, amazing journey as well. Mm -hmm. So right now is kind of like, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're not stressed. We're not we're quite No, happy. I'm very stressed okay. yeah, yeah. about <laughs> it. I don't like not bringing in an income. I think I told you I grew up as in a, with yeah. a single mom. Um, and so money has always been something that I'm worried about not having. Um, so I, it stresses me out a lot to not be working right now. But I also am trying desperately to take the time to figure out truly what I want to do, which is why all the different courses and kind of dip my toe into this mm. and that. And I have two book ideas. I don't know if I'll do anything with them. It's kind of a, I'm trying to go on a journey of self-discovery, but yeah. I also have 87 job alerts on LinkedIn right now. So it's, <laughs> it's like, competing priorities make a living or figure out what you want to do for a living now you're a smart cookie i reckon you'll be fine absolutely fine at some point yeah at some point not right now <laughs> <laughs> that's my bucket list be fine at some point well, <laughs> John, 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 funny because the, the key question that, that i had for you is are you going to eat that cookie no i can i have celiac you eat it oh that sucks I tell yeah. you, I, I it's will. not got celery in it has it you carry on Gluten. Can't have gluten. Really? Yeah. Gluten doesn't exist. Oh, it does. Bullshit. 
<laughs> I um, wish it was. Can you sniff gluten? Oh no. I'd I like cannot. to sniff something. So it's just hello, what? Um sorry, my brain just completely went off when that sliding door just opened. Um talking about bucket lists. <laughs> Which mine just walked in. <laughs> oh, you're going to ask that Yours question? Yours just are you? walked in. Who just walked in? Oh, no, in? she just sat down and you'll see her, <laughs> you'll see her on the way out. I'll point her out to you. you can, I'm going to go and say, that, is it me or is it hot in here? I don't, what was the line? Cold. Is it me or is it just, yeah. There you go. Is it me or is it hot in here? Can you no, ask that's that a great line. That's a good is line. Is it just me? Is it just me or is it hot in here? And what was your now response? Now I want to go walk to the what door. What actually was your response? What can, I want to go to the door. I just burst out laughing and said, really? And then he realized what he said. And quickly recovered. Right, okay. Then he was six foot six and gorgeous. And, and, and then, yeah. That helped. And then, yeah. <laughs> Please. So other than sorting your life out. That, other than that, that small that, that task. Detail, <laughs> what to do every day. We'll, we'll have that done by the end of the pod. So that's no, that's no problem. We've, we've ticked that box. Yeah. What else is on your bucket list? <sighs> Take the time. I want to raise... Break free? To children that will make the world a better place. So we'll get rid of the two you've got, and then you're going to get <laughs> two new ones? Oh, no, no, no. The two I have are keepers. I've um, I think I have. I think you have Round by the pool, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, you have. With pool buddies. <laughs> yeah. Um, At that point, actually, one of the staff were, members, I was walking past with my kids. Yeah. You guys were in the pool, I think, and you were with the PE teacher, who yes. I won't mention his name, yeah. who <laughs> turned around to me and said something about how plump I was looking, which I wasn't, I was looking, you know what I'm like with my... You were looking ripped. No, I wasn't looking ripped, but this, um, and what my joke in my head was, this is coming from you, who looked like you've got a body of a 13-year-old boy, which he does, and you'll agree with me on this one, but... very lean. I couldn't say it, because I, the, <laughs> Sam was there, and Jason was there, and I didn't really know them that well, and I thought, I can't just shout across and use that, anyway, that was my line. That's when we met. And I think that's yeah. incredibly reserved of you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it was. To um, be fair. Shockingly. Yeah. So, but your yeah. kids are cool. So, yeah. So, bringing up kids into this crazy world. What else? Um, can, I, can I just jump in for mm. a sec? Because uh, at this particular table, I'm the only one that doesn't have two-legged kids. Yeah. Um, I have four-legged kids, too. We'll, we'll get to them. They're but fine, though. And, but they're the ones that are going to change the world in reality. But anyway, um, for, and I, I tell you, this is for both of you, I guess. What is it like as a parent nowadays and like you you want to be obviously you want to bring your kids up to be the best that they can be and to change the world and all of that but the world just feels like a really fucking scary weird it's terrifying yeah we're we're like eight and a half seconds from midnight on a doomsday clock so it's they don't know that they don't know well that's my question do they know that do they feel it do they sense it or is it a case of we've got the benefit of seeing 30, 40 years of progression, they don't. So that they are just thinking like we used to feel, I guess. I think it's different. And I, I, I put Go my ahead. point across. I don't think we have the benefit. They have the benefit. Of not having that experience. Of not having that experience. Yeah. Not having the bullshit media shove it down your face. Not watching the presidential debates crap. Debacle. Mm. Debacle debates, I don't know how, how you spell it. I think they're in a much better position. They're, they're very resi- resilient. Mm-hmm. This is just This is just. A this is their statement. normal, I guess. I don't think this word is there normal, but I don't yeah. think they have the same amount of anxiety. Mine, I don't think, have the same amount of anxiety. They're normal. It's just another day. Oh, you have to wear a mask. Okay. Yeah. It's beautiful, I think. I think, you know, I don't think it's ignorance. We try to make sure they know what's going on in the world. My kids actually watched the first presidential debates when they were little, when he was elected. 
They and watched, they probably speak more coherent than he does. They watched, well, they watched the night that he stalked Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and they asked us the morning of the election who won. And we told... And it was Paige. It was Paige who was like six maybe at the time. And we said, uh, Trump won. And she just looked at me and she said, the bully won? And I was like... <sighs> yeah, wow. Yeah, he did. Because that's, that's not how the fairy tale ends. No. So I think that we, we try to be, you know, UWC obviously very focused on sustainability. So they know to a degree what's going on with the planet. Mm -hmm. um, they know that we need to do better. I haven't had a conversation with them saying you might not be able to have children. <laughs> Like, that breaks my heart mm. and scares me a lot. Sorry, why? But why? Well, depending on the state of the world, by the time they're ready to have kids in 15 years' time, there are, there are already a whole, there's a whole movement across universities where people are saying that they won't have kids because of overpopulation, the state of the planet, all this kind of oh, stuff. God. Right? And so, like, that's not stuff that I'm going to talk to them about. Um, I still am optimistic because I think you have to be, otherwise just go shoot yourself now. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, honestly, you know, I, I don't, yeah. don't want to watch things melt. And so I try to keep them educated to the level that's appropriate for their age. Okay. Which must be, and again, going back to the whole social media thing, that's, that's the tricky part. Yeah, well, I also think like they're not on social media, right? So they get the conversations that we shape and we have with them. And they'll hear things at school, yeah, that's but then they come home and then we have a conversation about the, right. the truth or the lack of truth or the, how you frame that for a 10-year-old brain. We heard things at school. We had yeah, things like this going on. I, I just don't, and I know I, your, your question is a very valid question, and I just think that from my point of view... I remember the so Berlin Wall coming down. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't alive then. Um, <laughs> 91, by the way. Um, the, the, the you find it was 89? No, I think you find it was 91. Oh, the Berlin Wall? Mm. Yeah, it might be 91, actually. What was it, 89? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Reagan. Uh, end of the podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah, so yeah. That's yeah. probably the first, <laughs> time, that's the first time I've ever <laughs> won. First ever time. Um, I was going to say something quite... Oh, no, the, the social media thing is interesting, but, I mean, there's only so many TikTok dances that they can do, and that's the key thing is it's not... They're not looking, they're not seeing... If, Go back to the algorithm stuff. Yeah. If they know that it's an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, ten-year-old on Facebook, they're going to be throwing stuff at them that is eight, nine, ten-year-old related. They're going to try them to get Barry's YouTube video because if you watch this, you might buy one of his dinosaurs. Or go on TikTok where you can do... I'm doing the dance for those <laughs> who are listening. So th th Was that a dance? Not really. No, <laughs> not really. It was slight arm movements. Um, so I think that there is already a filter on there because the algorithm filter there because the marketers want to try to sell yeah. them sweets, chocolate, crisps, whatever. Yeah. Sure. You know, so I think that, yeah, friends, friends told us stuff at school about people doing different things and weird stuff going on. And crikey, we used to walk in the forest and there was pornos like, you know, screwed up. I mean, that was our, you know, that's where we got our porn was going into the forest. Have I, is that just me? or that's is probably that just you. Did you know, I hear, in the UK, I used to walk around the parks and stuff and there was always pornos in the forest, like ripped up pornos, like. No. We? You I did, I, the no, magazines. not a Canadian. No, we just not have Cougars. Canadia. Yeah, well, same thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. 
depends on what they're engaged There's in. There's a few beavers. Um, I'm glad you was laughing over that joke. Yeah. Um, so, sorting your shit out. Two amazing sorting kids dominating and ruling the world and putting it to rights. Anything else on the bucket list? I mean, I, I mean that's two relatively small, easy things to tick off. I yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else? <laughs> I would... La, we we did a beautiful hike from Chamonix to Zermatt when I was three months pregnant with Paige, um, and I would like to do more of that. I'd like to do Chichen Itza. Sorry, not Chichen Itza. Uh, I'd like to do the Inca Trail. Um, I would like to do the. There is a name for it that is escaping me, but there's a trail through Italy that starts with a C, Calamino, something like Pass. that. Um, where you just walk and hike for days. And I'd camp. like to do more of that. Um, Are you a camper? And before I leave Thailand, <laughs> boobs. I'm going to get boobs. I'm not, I'm not being funny. <laughs> How long have we been sat here? Cause what? Because this, <laughs> this podcast could have gone off in a very, very different direction if we'd started with that. I, I heard the word boobs. <laughs> the thing to do what is, is it <laughs> what, what does jason think about this i can do what jay thinks yeah. <laughs> i'm very happy to help he's very supportive of whatever, yeah, of whatever decision yeah. i yeah. want to make i've got no, both I, hands on this honey <laughs> i struggle with it because i have two little girls and i feel like that sends very mixed messages but they're likely to have more boob than i did because i think they're getting my husband's side of the family's genes no but his <laughs> Careful, careful, his careful. Aunts, his aunts and his mom <laughs> are busty. <laughs> Jerry, focus, focus. Oh, on, that, on that note, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> note, I'm done. yeah. Okay. Um, That's so why the, I need the, the a job. Yeah. Okay, Sam needs a job. Um, <laughs> and if she doesn't have a job, she's going to get her boobs done. She'll sort her life out. Or you could just Raise wait. two kids that can change the world. Boob job. In this of day all the bucket lists. We all are complex. Right? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, Boobs are <laughs> complex. <laughs> I tell you what, if, if this is the third post, the first podcast of our second season. It is. That's just one hell of a way to start. It's a bumper podcast. We, we'll keep you abreast of how it develops. Uh, yeah. You're so titillating, <laughs> Russell. You really are. Oh, right. On that note, I can't think of any more boob puns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will... <laughs> Another we cup of coffee. Oh, good. Oh, oh, oh. I'm here all week. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, Sam, it's been... Oi, it's my line. <laughs> Sam, it's been... Amazing. Thank you for being on our... Podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, if anyone wants to offer Sam a job, um, please do. Oh, the, yeah. But do so carefully. <laughs> or quickly. Before know gets, know what you're getting some. yourself into. <laughs> nah, it's been a pleasure. You're an amazing Dangerous. person. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, sir. And uh, have a good weekend in. Where are you going, Bangkok? Kamala. All oh, right, so Close. not Bangkok. Not Close. Bangkok. Who, sorry, who was that with? Nikki is turning 40. Is she the one that had a dog that Nikki got lost? Nikki Robbie. Yes. She is. Yes. That's the one. She well, is. Do you reckon she'll listen to this podcast? She is waiting with bated breath to find out if I actually mentioned the boobs. Because okay. we were talking about my bucket list last night. She, yeah. so she was so nice to me two Fridays ago. That's not, that's not She's the not one. the one who swore no, at you. Because no, 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 she no, doesn't no, no. swear. No, no, she no. was actually lovely. She was making a joke She's of the fact that she lost a dog. And I generally tried to help her. And then she moaned at me in front of Russell saying, what kind of help were you? You had a drone. didn't even help. And then you walked off. I'm like, 
my God, I actually generally stopped. I'm like, is there anything I can do for you? Like, yeah, I've lost my dog. I said, okay, well, look, we're walking up the beach. I'll have a look for it. I'd used my drone already, so the battery had run out. I said, all right, go at me. <laughs> it was a fairly traumatic event. Yes. It was a very long day. Yeah. As I said, look after your dog next time. Speak to my man. He's a dog trainer. <laughs> On that note. I think he's had that dog. <laughs> have you? They were right in the resort, actually, to be fair. Yeah. That's because you probably kept them on the leash. They should listen to Bartcast. Episode should, something actually, yeah. or other. Whichever yeah. one is. I think it'd be number one. Sam, thank you very much. Pleasure. Thanks, Russell, Sam. thank you, mate. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome to the outro. Welcome to the outro, Jay. Good to see you. How was you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> so I should say, we're, we're, we're at um, Chateau de Canine. Oh, I like that. Do you like that? I like that, because Casa del Canine is the original one, but Chateau de Canine... Yeah, we just moved countries. Is that right? Well, well kind of, yeah, but also Casa would be home, Chateau would be castle. Yeah. So, and technically this is a bit bigger than my house. Anyway, we... Inter- yeah, anyway. I'm going to slurp my smoothie. So slurp your smoothie. Um, at least that tastes better than his dinner, because he had a little bit of cheese and it is all upset. Um... That was Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Russell doesn't like cheese. That was Sam. I liked Sam. Um, no, you didn't. <laughs> I did. You loved Sam. I thought Sam was brilliant. I thought she was amazing. And I think we both um, that could came have talked. really sarcastic. That wasn't sarcastic. No, I generally thought she was amazing. I generally that thought was a really good pod. And to start season two, yeah. which is a long a year season, so I quite like that. By the way. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I also thought because I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'm sure you do too. That um, and they usually have a break, right? So, like for a couple of weeks or a month or what have you, they go on their holidays and they come back and they start the next season. We didn't do a break. Well, you did. Well, you, no, went, you had an affair. That's different. I had an affair and you went up to bang some cock. <laughs> um. Anyway, Sam was lovely, and do you know what I liked about her was one, she's <laughs> very, <laughs> she's very intelligent. Two, she's going to get her boobs done. Um, three was her love for the beautiful Jason. He's a handsome, tall man. Apparently. Um, do you not think he's handsome? <laughs> well, well, he's, not, think he's not my type, if I'll put it that way. What is your type? This is the not wrong time male. to have this conversation. <laughs> no, you're not good at that, are you? See, I can look at a guy and say he's hot or he's fit. Or oh, he's... I can do that. Oh, you went very... You went very ca- <laughs> oh, oh, I, I can, can do, do that. that line. Yeah. There's me with my pink nails. Um... <laughs> No, I liked it, and I did like the love. And I, I said to you, because we're recording this on the Friday, um, and we recorded her on the Thursday, mm. this comes out on the Tuesday, that's very confusing, just saying days of the week. Um, I said to you as I walked in that I really liked the look in her eye when she talked about her, her husband, mm. partner, boyfriend, whatever they are. Um, th- th- it's just the glint, and it was, like, it was really nice. It was nice to see that, that, that true love is out there. Yes. does exist. It does indeed. It's so like friendship. I have, still haven't found a friend. That's I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm um, looking around. Um, do you know what I mean, though? Don't you? No, I do. And the, I just, I find them both very warm, uh, loving, caring, genuine people. Even and though I've, you took the the piss out of him when he was dancing. Yeah, absolutely, and, and totally. But I mean, that's that's part of the package, though, isn't it? So um, yeah. But just the 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 interactions. And look, I haven't known them for years, and and done a whole back and forth that it's, it's the new in my life as in yours but from what i've um what i know of them what i've seen of them that when our paths have crossed it i just feel very comfortable and warm with them and i like the point that she made um that really resonated with me about the expat life 
and the way that you do kind of get dropped in it and you just get swept along with it because you kind of have to compared to people that we may know back at home that are just sort of stuck in that routine, that constant cycle and what have you. So, um, no, no, I, I, I really enjoyed the pod. I uh, really enjoyed her company. Um, and yeah, and Jason's great as well. Yeah, well, we should get him on. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I was, I was actually thinking that during the podcast. Are we just going to go through families? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this idea. Right, um, so that was the podcast. That was number 53. Or, or, or should we just go episode... Number one, season two. Do you, do you want to do... do you, I think we should. Would you like me to do that? I would like you to do that. So the, the title will be season two, episode one. I'll do the other way around, but that's just me. S- episode one, season two. Yeah. Okay. Is it, is it me or is it hot in here? I do like that a bit. <laughs> However, there is a slight issue with um, SEO stuff, but I'll talk to you about that later from my marketing head. I know, very, very droll. Oh, I woke someone up. Oh. Hello, little Naya. Um, thank you very much for listening. Um, we appreciate it. If you want to go and like us on Facebook, you can. If you want to go and like us on Twitter and follow us, you can. If you want to go to Instagram, yeah, you can. Um, we're still there somewhere. I would still suggest the best place would be PuketPodcast.com. Well done. Thank you much, Russell. Uh, if you've got a dog and you'd like to... I oh, see your new beach club sign. Oh, you haven't your been, surfboard. Yeah. I haven't been there. I like I that. I was just thinking, who's that in my training room? But that's a reflection of you in the window. <laughs> reflection of me in the window. No, I like your beach club sign. Oh, you got a beach club here at We've Canine Point. We've got a beach Point. club here at Canine Point. If you go to caninepointacademy.com slash beach club, you can learn all about it. There you go. And also, can I tease your um, your podcast, your own personal podcast that's coming out soon? Ooh, podcast. Yeah. Go on then. I would just tease like to away. tease it. So um, at the end of this outro, I'm going to put a little teaser of the first episode that we're going to be releasing soon. Next week. Is it next week? Yes. 100% next week. 100%. I can give you the date if you like. Oh, Russell's got dates in. Oh, no, I lied. It's a week after the 15th. Okay, so on the 15th of October will be the launch date for Russell's own podcast called Bartcast. Um, do you want to give a quick snippet about what it's going to be about? Um, I don't know because I don't know which one we put out first. <laughs> So, but the concept of Barkcast is basically to answer all those questions that people have about their dogs. You know, how do I get my dog to stop barking or jumping up? And should I walk them on a leash? Can I let them off leash? All those sort of things. And that's very serious. Are you going to, because this is a Jailer Shark and Friends podcast. Which is not quite so serious. No. Would you teach someone how to stop it from humping my leg? Uh, your leg in particular, no. I would probably reinforce that. Good. <laughs> like the answer. But no, it is Barkcast. I'm very excited about that. So it's coming yes. out on the 15th. 15th of October. I will, um, put at the end of this, we'll just put a little teaser for the first episode so people can hear oh, what the first tease, episode is. A little tease. Um, thank you, Russell. Who have we got lined up next? Anyone exciting? Um, I'm trying to get, we always say who we're trying to get. I'm trying to get Zach Underwood, actually, okay. um, if I can. I, he was in Bangkok last week, so I'm trying to rope him in. If not... Um, I'll find someone. And if you're listening and you'd like to be on the Jay the Shark and Friends podcast, which is kind of where I was going with that. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I didn't get your hint. No, obviously, clearly not. I was looking out the window aimlessly. Uh, just the oncoming rain, mm. which looks quite heavy. But no, if you do uh, enjoy the show and I think I could do that and want to be on the podcast and, you know, yeah, share your wares as it were. Absolutely. Uh, Shark at gmail.com. Shark at gmail.com. Shark at gmail.com. Um, but bear in mind, if we don't like you, we won't respond. <laughs> Thanks, Russell. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, bye. Bye. This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound. Barkcast 
deals with just about everything dog related. Dog obedience, training, health, owning a dog, dog behavior, and care and nutrition. Each week, your questions will be answered by professional senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell, a professional member of the IACP, a registered evaluator with the American Kennel Club, and has trained thousands of dogs across a variety of disciplines. Hi Russell, how's your week been? It's been good, it's been busy. We've had a lot of messages and emails come in asking of various different questions, but one of the common themes that a lot of people are asking is about when you should have your dog on the leash, when you should take the dog off the leash, and basically just kind of leash management. Right. So okay. can you give us some kind of top tips on leash management? I certainly can, and it's, it is quite a big topic, it's quite an important topic. Uh, I get asked it a lot. Um, and I understand it from people, whether it's a, a puppy or, or an older dog even, people want their dogs to be off leash, having a run, expressing themselves and, and burning off all of that, en- that energy. I do get it. For me, the, to answer the, the direct question, when is a good time for me to let my dog off the leash? If you can't recall your dog back to you, regardless of situations, if you're at the beach, the reservoir, wherever you happen to be, if your dog's running around and you're not able to call them back to you, then they technically really should not be off the leash. All right? Can you I just... So, can so you're basically just saying there that um, if, if your dog is not obedient, they should not be off the leash. Correct. And we're, we're obviously going to peel back the layers and get into the, the why of that. But that's my start point. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.